0: This is episode number 91 of the Jacked In podcast. You got your boy Metal X2 in the building and Josh Rock Stark. What's good, Josh? How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Excited for another, uh, another episode. Mm-hmm.
0: That's good. We, we, we moving strong, uh, going all the way to the end of this year with all the bright, new, shiny faces, elegant voices that you hear. And uh, again, we have been blessed with another wonderful guest uh, this week. And uh, this is definitely we've been we've been bringing in not just guests but uh, actual podcasts uh, in the building this year. So this week we have Crystal from the Game Junkie Show. What's going on, Crystal? How are you?
2: What's up, Metal? Thanks for having me.
0: Yes, yes, I am glad Welcome. you're here. I love doing crossover episodes of podcasts.
2: <laughs> me too. There's I, something there's I, something really special about the small community and when people share their passion about this industry together, like it creates beautiful things and we just grow this Twitter family. It's awesome.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I really like that sentiment.
0: well i was um p- before this show started i was politely uh you know reminded that uh we do we talk about food topics at the Jack Tim podcast mm-hmm. so we're gonna actually cr- um, <laughs> bring in one because crystal said we're gonna bring in a food topic this week so we're gonna make sure we talk about a food topic this week so this is gonna be a full stacked podcast we got the the appetizer the food topics the topic so we got the guest and the nuggets at the air. yo this is the whole stacked episode of the Jack Dan Podcast, episode number 91. So this is this is good, this is good. But, the full-course uh, meal. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, I'm telling you, that. so yep. yes, that's what it is. But um, that we're just gonna do things Jack Dan style like we normally do, but we're gonna kick it off with you, um, uh, Crystal, so let me know. Uh, how's your past week been going on? What games you been playing, how you doing?
2: Oh, I, have, I am hooked on Death Stranding, Director's Cut. It's mm-hmm. all I've been playing. For the last week and a half. Yeah. Really? I'm I'm a little bit obsessed with it. I'm um, I I thought this Kojima guy was nuts, and I'm like, it's walking. This can't possibly be that good, and it's so damn good. It's crazy. It's crazy good.
0: Wow. What, what, what are you planning on? Are you planning on um, PS4, or PS5?
2: PS5. yeah. director's cut, I think, is only on, yeah, on the PS5. PS5. Yeah. You're probably mm-hmm. right. I think so
0: yeah yeah you're probably right just like um uh is um Ghost of Tsushima is that director's cut only on PS5 uh I don't
2: think I'm not
0: sure so I'm not, so, okay. I'm not okay. positive yeah I think on it's on both yeah okay it's on both okay that's cool that's cool that's what's up Man, I haven't even played Death and I've saw other people play it but I've never played it for myself um it's in the, play- the PS5 collection to be able to play but I just never Uh, Mm
2: -hmm. it's really different. It's an impossible experience to explain. Like, if you try to explain the story and what's happening, it doesn't make any sense. Like, you... you, (laughs) It's probably the only game I've played where you literally can't experience it unless you're playing it or you're watching it. Like, you just can't... It's the most unique narrative journey I think I've ever gotten from a video game before. And it's... Wow. Weirdly emotional, and it it's just very strange like the game kind of forces you to be committed to it, it it's, really? it's 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 insane how do you I, I really can't like it's just that wild it's that good but it's it's dude it's weird that's got that weird Japanese shit in it dude it's weird <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you talking passionate about it shoot yeah but it's like got yeah. some weird shit I'm like dude what what the what but now it's kind of like I, there's nothing that what could get more weird from here like i'd done i made bombs of my own dookie to throw it <laughs> st- like like i don't even there's something that wasn't alive and it wasn't dead and i was throwing my dookie at it like that's how we, it's weird oh and it sounds stupid but then when you play you're like oh this actually makes sense when they put it together so i'm like this is some wild ass shit but it's fun that's the best mm-hmm. thing i can say <laughs> mm
1: only kojima yeah that guy's a genius
2: uh, yeah he is yeah he is mm-hmm. yeah I- i'm wow. convinced
0: mm-hmm. wow that's insane that's that's good to hear okay that's what's up josh how's your past uh, week man um, how's you been doing what games you been playing
1: it's been good i've been uh, still playing hades uh the grind for the platinum is real uh but the, it, it's been fun so i can't complain any about it and then, like, I just caught the last what-if episode uh, just before we started recording. And that that was wild. Yeah. That, that was such a good episode. That, uh, like, it, it made watching the whole thing worth it and, like, feel, like, cohesive. Like, as one, like, shared, like, series. Instead of, like, a whole bunch of mini-stories.
0: So much action in one episode. So much just so much everything honestly i i, I yeah I, I like even even at the end i don't want to spoil it never mind because i keep i keep wanting to like make a comment about it without spoiling it but then yeah i don't i don't want to say anything so I'm, I'm gonna just leave it yeah maybe, it just, maybe we it, can like, come just back
1: just to it like next week and we yeah can, okay all right yeah, yeah yeah let's
0: do that let's do that because yeah because it's, it's I, fresh yeah yeah it's, it's fresh i don't want to spoil it okay all right that's what's up um, let me see, what have I been playing? Uh, okay, so I, I, I downloaded Nintendo, I mean, uh, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. Oh, its me yesterday. Very nice. And I was playing it and I'm done with it. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm done with it. I played it for like two or three hours. I'm not comparing this game to Smash. By any stretch of them as i'm not doing it But the game doesn't feel finished Okay, it
2: How's feels
0: up? like it feels like they took time on certain characters It feels like some characters are polished more, you know more than others um, It, it the, the it just feels Floppy, like there is no collision detection. There, like there is, like all the little text. And again, I'm not comparing this to Smash because there's a lot of arena-based games that have more in it than this game does. And again, I get it. It's not full price, so I mean, I'm not comparing this to a premium game. But it's got it's got a little ways to go. And I'm not even talking about a mm. roster. I'm just talking about the overall. Yeah yeah I mean, yeah yeah it's gotta wait mm-hmm. yeah so but it's okay it's okay it's good it's
2: good does it pl- like does it play kind of like smash like is it, it a does. brawling kind of
0: yep it does it plays just like smash uh, it has the whole brawl you get your percentage higher up. you kick it to the ho- to the side of the screen and again I'm not comparing this to Smash, because for me to compare this one game to a game that a seer, series that's like five games in, that have a whole band Namco team to, you know, polish this game up, balance, fine you know, that, that'd be unfair of me to do that. So I'm playing, I'm comparing it in its own right. And hmm. it, it's just it just feels like it's not polished enough. Like when you play certain characters certain characters feel like for instance april o'neil she feel good um because of her play style uh you know the um the girl from avatar uh,
1: oh my god you know, cora,
0: cora. Yeah, yeah Cora. she plays uh good tof plays good um ren and Steppy not so much patrick and um what is it susie the the squirrel is that her oh, name? No, Sandy. Sandy, Sandy. Yeah. They have some of the nastiest combos in the game. Patrick and Sandy and SpongeBob. Like they have, they've have most of the attention. Like they have juggle moves and all. Like it's yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, so, mm. I'll 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 come back to it in about a week or so, but not right now.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: We'll leave it at that, because I don't want to trash the game. Again, the game is good. The game is fun. The online is okay, you know, I was playing, I got a lot of lag spikes here and there. Um, I'm not feeling the rollback netcode, like people are saying, because it plays kind of like Smash online. And I'm saying like it's, yeah, Mm
3: -hmm. that's
0: just my opinion. The way the lobbies is set up. um, If you set a lobby for four people and four people is not in a lobby, you're waiting until a fourth person joins. Like you can't set the lobby to max four players, and then if three people are in, you start the match, and let it just be a blank space. And then, you know, oh, yeah, it's just it, it's 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 very hard. So then you have to constantly go back, close the lobby, open up another lobby for three people for three people to play. But then what if that third person leaves? So then it's just and then it's just the two of you. You have to wait for a third person. If you don't get a third person, you have to jump back out, close the lobby, make another lobby for two people, and then just so the two of you. Can, like it's just yeah, plus there's no cross play. So we'll leave it at that, but we'll have a more in-depth review. I'll talk about it again next week after playing a little bit more and give it a little bit more time in it before I just completely just, you know, just kill the game. Um, hmm. I'll
1: yeah. talk about it next week too. I'm mm-hmm. grabbing it on uh, Friday.
0: Okay. See, there you go. So yeah. um, well, I picked it up on PlayStation, so we'll talk about it then. Alrighty. So with that, we are uh, going to take, uh, we're going to heat crystals, uh, d- uh how should I put it? her request uh, <laughs> that we talk about some food join up in here. But uh, Chris, I'm gonna actually kind of let you lead it uh, and, and tell you what, uh, what what dish did you make uh, this past? E- well, this evening.
2: Oh, uh, we had chicken sausage with um, spinach and feta cheese. And then I grilled some pork chops that had some uh, bourbon and brown sugar on them. It, they was they was lit.
0: Oh my it was in brown sugar.
2: Oh, it was yeah. lit and then I made homemade cuz we we ate good tonight. I made homemade um chicken and dumplings. Big old thick-ass
0: dumplings. Big. It sound like you got dumplings. you have a whole passover happening over there. I just <laughs> I just
2: some, <laughs> sometimes I get hungry and yeah. and I I unhealthy food is just so good. It's no. so mm-hmm. Good. I well, just love
0: food. What part of the South are you from?
2: I was actually born and raised in Florida, which is okay.
0: not—it's
2: not as southern as like Alabama,
0: Mississippi. Yeah, you know. not, even though it is a southern state, but it's, it's geographically.
2: Yeah, it's geographically yeah. south, but I'm more—I was born in Gainesville, so like the northern part where mm-hmm. it's real rural, mm-hmm. and I live in a small, a really small like cow town. We. I grew up with my grandparents being cattle ranchers like so we had that very um, kind of southern very small life. But there are some big cities here that are very sprinkled with a lot of diverse cultures, but there's food everywhere. That's the great thing is there's so many different places you can go to get different food.
3: Ooh. Um.
1: It sounds good. That sounds so good
2: yeah i mean i'm close to i'm close to orlando and tampa and the sponge docks where it's all greek and ebor where it's just cuban everything so there's just Mm. a variety of foods that it's i just dude i love food just feels so damn good
0: so so we were joking right before the show so Josh and I is both, you know, Canadian, you know, me myself being an engineer, not a very Canadian, but I'm used to eating food from the South because my mother, she, her, uh, with her, uh, country, Mississippi cooking. Um, so, you know, it just kind of make me always want to have something, uh, you know, just, just something to like home, like country like, like how should I should say, biscuits and gravy, uh, country. Mm. You know, kind of, mm. <laughs> kind of eating. Can Can you, know can you get like, that
2: up there? Like in Canada? No. No. no.
0: Oh wait, 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 wait. Perkins. We have a Perkins, and because Perkins is a U.S. restaurant, that is the only place I know you can get mm. biscuits and gravy. Unless you're going to like a soul food joint, but legit. Oh wait, oh no, no, I tell you what I'm time you, and you can get it from Denny's too, but it's just don't taste the same, no.
3: And Denny's probably don't
0: not authentic. Sausage in the gravy. Like, I want sausage gravy, not just regular. Give me the biscuits of sausage gravy. It hit different.
2: There's a difference. Like, you can tell when somebody cooks from the set, like in the South, we put the meat in and cook it, and then yes. put the flour and the water and everything in that grease. So it soaks mm-hmm. up in that grease. You can taste that. If y'all just make some packet ass gravy and throw some little pieces <laughs> of sausage on it me and metal we gonna know we gonna know that mm-hmm. shit ain't like i'm like mama made we gonna know we gonna know
0: yeah for real that ain't no, that ain't
2: that ain't granny's gravy
0: that's that's the thing mm-hmm. so um i've been uh this tonight i had chili and cornbread
2: mm. that's that's a southern that's a there you go
0: it is and you know you have to put the cornbread in the dish first and then you have to pour the chili on top so it can like soften up the cornbread and you know make it where you can just,
1: Yeah. Oh my
0: god. I went in I, I went. <laughs> Sweet with Spotify. I a just sweet had
2: dinner? Uh, what were you
1: I was gonna say, I just had dinner and now I'm hungry again.
2: <laughs> What'd you eat?
1: I had sloppy joes. Yeah.
2: That's see, that sloppy joes is a thing down here. That's a that's, that's a, a little bit that's that a that's a country thing.
0: Mm. Especially if you put some uh, plain lace chips on it.
2: Oh, yeah, Ooh. that's I, I remember think of that I remember my first time in Los Angeles. I was like, uh-uh, these fools don't know how to eat. I can't get no shit that I could get back home. Like, I don't even know <laughs> what am I going to eat? What am I going to do? Y'all people don't believe in mayonnaise or nothing. Oh, my Lord. <sighs> <sighs> I thought I was going to die.
0: No, but I, I appreciate, uh, you know, you bringing up the uh, the, the 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 food portion because we actually used to be uh, like dead on talking about food trends, different restaurants um bringing up different food topics and you know then i had a whole uh feature because i bought an air fryer and went crazy and i started throwing everything in there so I'm oh yeah different chapters on john air fryer and uh, josh i think you end up buying you one too right
1: no, i haven't got it yet but uh, i <laughs> still need to get one you still have me
0: convinced <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you, you need air, every household <laughs> needs an air fryer. You know what an air yeah. fryer's
2: fantastic for? Reheating pizza. If you oh, have leftover, oh, leftover, leftover, leftover pizza, down. reheat that shit in an air fryer. Yep. Game changer.
0: Put it for three minutes, and you get that crisp, and it heats it up, and yeah, it's it revitalizes pizza. I never put my pizza microwave in microwave anymore, ever, uh-uh. ever, mm-hmm. ever. So that's that's just just hands down. That's just it makes it easier um but yeah so we we gonna jump in into this episode um, we got a lot a lot a lot to cover um you know a lot of uh uh crazy things may fly around here especially with these topics but uh, we're gonna try to keep it professional in here um but um uh, we're we gonna start off by saying i told y'all so i told y'all so <laughs> he's here yeah, spot
1: on yeah he,
0: he's in the building Can't nobody say nothing different now. Sora is here. (laughs) He has shut down. Smash. The, the the opening, I, I wish I could just replay the opening. You know, when they come in, I, when I seen the glittery come down, I said, oh, this aura is probably going to be a heart going to show up there, something. And then Mario goes over, grabs the flame, and throws it. And I'm like, oh, okay, watch it go. And they watch it go to the key. There was a key blade in there. I said, oh, my gosh. Like, it completely blew, blew my mind. And the thing is, is the way... <sighs> This is, I actually, I'm not even going to lie, me and my grown self, we kind of teared up a little bit, you know, at the end when Sakurai was, you know, going over, after Sora was revealed, talking about how much the development team team that went through, Um, I'm really happy to see online how many people uh, started hashtag, thank you Sakurai, like,
3: Mm -hmm. if, if you
0: haven't been on the Smash journey um with with this whole game um it may not hit with you uh, a certain way but to have a roster as big as smash to have as many characters to have cloud and sephiroth fighting mario and peach at the same time in the same game um you know it's just and then sora in the mix is like it's just completely nuts how many this is almost like the marvelous capcom 2 of arena fighters honestly because mm-hmm. of the different licensing yep. the different people i mean heck you have ryu in there you have ken you have kazuya from tekken like it's and then pac man hey, yep. like oh my gosh like it's just it's it's absolutely craziness to see how much they've done at this game and you know all good things must come to an end We're finally at the end we received the last challenger pack the last me fighter pack. We have the last fighter You know, there is no more surprise volume three. There is no other characters Sora is the last character in Smash Brothers ultimate for the Nintendo switch Uh, And the reason why I say that there could be you know another game to come out later, you know, whatever was but for right now um I hope they can still continue to do balancing patches and different things like that. But mm-hmm. yeah. um, but as far as character releases, you know, stage... I know Nintendo went through licensing hell. And I can tell because of the music list. They didn't get half of the tracks that I thought they would get. And the fact that there is no inclusion anywhere of Disney characters. Now, I understand... Nope. That at the end of his keyblade, when it it twists around and the camera focuses on um, the trinket hanging from the bottom of the kingdom's key. Anybody could arguably say that that's anything. Obviously, we all know we look at it and say it looks like Mickey Mouse. But the only way Nintendo could play this angle, that little thing could be anything. It could be anything with ears, right? It could, it could be mm-hmm. anything, and and so I, you know, I made the joke online. I said, I wonder how much it took Nintendo just to get that one scene there. And so, so then I see a lot of people online talking about it, and they say, oh man, that that one scene right there probably cost some of the characters and licensing just to get that thing on there.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: it's just, it's just probably stuff. the
1: negotiations were ridiculous for that. Too. Yeah, hundred percent
0: hundred percent just just to even get him but you know what i'm glad he's here uh um crystal have you played any of the uh smash brothers games at all
2: i have smash super smash brothers ultimate for the switch i just Mm -hmm. don't play it a ton truth be told i get mad because i'm little bitty buttons i don't like my big (laughs) thumb on the little bitty buttons and the down button should be up and the up button should be down like it's so backwards from the mm-hmm. PlayStation, and it makes me mad when I switch, so my wife always kicks my ass, and I'm like, I don't wanna play anymore. So that's like, <laughs> I <I'm> don't <laughs> even gonna lie, that's why I don't even play it a lot. Like, I, I suck at it, like, I can't even throw, I can't I can't throw her off the damn thing.
0: Whoa, guys, I feel <laughs> you, I feel you. Have you played <laughs> any of the Kingdom Hearts games?
2: Very little, she actually plays those games. It's only every now and again, like, I can't make this jump, can you help me make this jump? It's. It's we play very, 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 very different games. It's it's kind of funny. I don't know how we work as two completely different gamers because we don't like any of the same thing. But I've watched her. I've watched her play a little bit, but I'm not really well versed on the games.
0: Can we just take a quick second to appreciate the fact that, like, gaming couples aren't the greatest, okay? Because mm-hmm. I'm totally jealous of that fact. Um, you know, I don't know what it's like, nor you know i uh, get the pleasure of experiencing that but you know to hear you talk about um you know you and your wife playing games and you know you being able to say okay you know you get to kick your ass in this game she kicks your ass in this game you guys get to go back for like that's trust me, don't take that for granted that's i don't
2: a special thing i remember teaching know, so. her how to play call of duty and we played together like against bots you know how you can like set up uh, the bots and you true, play true, together true. and we would we started on the same team and then i'd hear like and she's very like calm and quiet and very chill and shouldn't get real loud and then she'd get into it she's like that was my kill did you do that and i'm like damn and then she's like i want to be on different teams i want to be on different teams and now she wants to come and like hunt me down it's like bloodborne and i'm the prey like now she want to now she want to get all like (laughs) but i love it i don't take it for granted
0: yeah no that's that's definitely a good thing definitely a good thing um so Sora is going to be released on October 18th. So we got uh, two weeks before Sora drops. Well, kind of like a week and a half. Week and a half, because it's already Wednesday. So yeah. we a half before Sora gets here. Um, so they they opted for the Kingdom Hearts 1 design. And again, that was probably due to licensing reasons why they couldn't take the Kingdom Hearts 3 design, because that's the most updated of Sora's looks. Um, Kingdom Hearts is a little bit older. Uh, his face is a little bit more defined. His hair is a little shorter. He looks a little bit more mature um but they opted for the old school kingdom hearts one uh, look now although they do have um outfits from you know kingdom hearts one two uh, Dream Drop Distance, Kingdom Hearts 3. And they also, which I, I remember Josh, I, I talked about this too, having the different um, forms of the costume. Mm-hmm. And, and they have those in here. So they do have the, uh, and if you play Kingdom Hearts 2 um, at all, you'll know the different forms. So they have the Valor form, which is like a more of an attack based form. Um, and the the Wisdom form, which is, the Valor form is red, the Wisdom form is blue. The Wisdom form, I think you kind of glide around on top of a keyblade key shooting magic and Mm-hmm. uh different yep. things like that that's right um and then um now one form they did leave out was the yellow one um mm, yeah I, can't, I forgot what the yellow one was for
1: it, it i think they left it out because then you'd be dual wielding two keyblades like yeah. uh when he's in that form he has two maybe that's why they left it out
0: no but they do that same with the ultimate form as well oh really oh. yeah i remember the um remember the oh, okay. um the uh the um the, the the ultimate form which is the the master form right the silver one that hmm. one you 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 dual wield in that one too
2: now oh, i think you okay. yeah
0: so okay so the yellow okay. one the master form so the, he dual wields in both forms the yellow one and the final form because mm-hmm. he, he has the picture he has the um, the black and white form the ultimate form and then the master form with the uh with the yellow and black. So. Um, yeah but and actually he dual in the valor form too actually Mm yeah yes okay he dual in that one yep you
2: really know that stuff
0: yeah i (laughs) listen listen i'm (laughs) honestly kingdom hearts 2 is better than 3. i don't at me i mean just yes i know the graphics is a lot better but but listen the the kingdom hearts 2 was the greatest I I like the fact of being able to go, uh, into the final form and have Sora wield the Oathkeeper in Oblivion, um, and be complete, like, he just destroys everything, um, it's just, yeah, and, and, and and that whole fighting style wasn't even his, it was based off of Roxas' fighting style, because, I mean, if you know the lore, Roxas actually, uh, is one of the, um, Uh, organization members and he uh he walks around with the oath keeping oblivion actually so there's a lot of people um if you played the first game and you played and got the secret uh the secret movie which is another side another story and um a lot of people are saying that that uh that organization member is Roxas under the hood uh, and they're saying that the guy at the top of the building is, is, um, is a uh, Riku. Cause he see like the purple hair coming from the top of his, the top of his hood. So, um, that organization member shows like them fighting in the city, uh, with the oath keeper in oblivion. And so it's like okay, that's gotta be Roxas. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, I'm happy that Sora's in the game. Do I wish they would have incorporated the old keeper oblivion, you know, a little bit more of his current stuff? Yes. But I'm satisfied. Mm. And I'll leave it at that.
2: And you're you're recalling all of this detail strictly from memory, right? You're not like looking yeah. at anything right now. Oh, That's yeah. incredible. <laughs> like I would I would struggle to give that much detail. Of my favorite games that I've played over and over and over.
0: Yeah, no, because I've watched another side, another story that secret movie so many times. Um, this is the funny part. As being an IT guy, anytime I'm testing somebody's sound system or like a new TV I install, I go and I play that video, <laughs> and if people are usually they're like glued in. They're like, "What's this? What's this?" And they're like, "Oh my gosh!" And they're like, "What's happening?" And it, yeah, it's it gets. I mean, when that video first played, I watched it. I want to say about 50, 60 times, you know, just kind of like depicting it because of the way the video starts. And you know, I never forget the, you know, one guy walks up to another guy sitting on the rock, um, you know, saying that, uh, you know, he's end up running into somebody. That person looks like you. Um, you know, they're they're kind of lost. Um, to where the, where the city is. And it starts with him fighting a whole bunch of sh- uh, Heartless. And I actually had that video on my lock screen when he kind of does a black flip, kicks a keyblade behind him. And he does the move that Sora does where he throws a keyblade uh, and then it kind of comes around like a boomerang. And he catches it in midair, jumps down, uh, and then he looks to the top of the building. It looks like uh, it's a guy with the blindfold on. It looks like Riku. Then the guy ends up running up the building. About halfway through, but he throws uh, the keyblade up, and it looks like he throws the the Kingdom Key. And now the guy grabs it, and they're going down. And me kind of halfway. Like I, yes, that whole video, I can recall it because it like sit that that video is rent free. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just it does, um, and Kingdom Hearts does just hands down i love the lore i just just love the music everything that the game brings it's super
1: unique it was connected to disney yes like when it first came out yeah i think i've bought the first game about like four times now and i'll probably get it again on the switch
0: gosh we're gonna talk about that yeah we're gonna talk about about that that. (laughs) because we're not we're not gonna do that um if you want to do that that's fine but anyway um just before i jump have you played into kingdom hearts crystal
2: no 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 my wife has played three of them i think there's only three and i've only caught bits and pieces of her playing them i'm not real versed on them but she's got them on my on my ps3 actually i think on ps3 she's got all three three.
0: Okay, so she probably, so on the PS3, she probably has, um, you know, like you said, she has, because the, wasn't the, Kingdom Hearts 3 is only on PS4, right? I is think it? that's only oh, on PS4. I bought, yeah, her the, Re- 3 is. I
2: bought her the kit that has, she had the first one on PS3, and then I bought her, they had a, a, a package on sale that had, I think, three Kingdom Hearts in it. Yeah, so
1: what the all-in-one, yeah.
0: Yeah, the all-in-one, but that one's yeah. On yeah. only on PS4. and yep. Yeah, that one's on PS4, but you can get all the games on uh, PC and Xbox. Or did it come out on PC yet? Is it on P? I I think it's on PC, yet, but I know you can get it on Xbox. Um, but even though they have the main three actual numerical entry series on um the playstation and now uh the xbox and other systems throughout uh, their partnership with nintendo they have and actually sony with the psp they have all of these intro stories or like in middle stories so you got the change of memories uh you got birth by sleep um 365 days you have uh dream (laughs) drop distance um i don't know about the musical ones i don't do those too much um, but you, you have uh, the ones on the phones uh, across the Union. Um, you know, so those those games are kind of like the games that links up, you know, you have King Hearts 1, you have the, all the portable games, and King Hearts 2, portable games, and then 3. Uh, and so that's how they kind of like tie up all the lore. Um, but for something that had Disney involved, this the series was kind really, really deep. Um, it just, it, it, it layered all of the things and then when they introduced aqua terra and ventus into the whole thing and then the whole keyblade war and they had a whole separate you know story alongside trying to you know find out and discover Sora's nobody which is roxas and like it's just it's so much it's so deep for me to explain it all to you i could explain it you probably still be like what
1: (laughs) i had to watch a supplementary video to understand some of the story not all of it But like, yeah, yeah, it's 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 wild what they came up with.
0: Yeah, no, it is. It is. It's 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 better deep.
1: It's better to see it as just like Final Fantasy characters mixing with Disney that don't go any deeper than
2: that. Yeah, that's what it made me think of actually. Yeah, the little bit of time I watched her, it felt kind of like Final Fan. It felt like a Disney Final Fantasy. That is legit. Mm -hmm. What I thought to myself. What it is. It is what it is what it it is it'll
0: give you it'll give you all feels and um shout out to my girl hikari utada the the actual voice uh the music artist that has voiced the intros for all three kingdom hearts um where you have simple and clean uh the and then you have the the simple and clean planet b remix that's used for the beginning then with Saint, uh kingdom hearts two you have uh passion slash sanctuary passion mm-hmm. is the Japanese version sanctuary is the English version um and oh actually oh my gosh what's the intro for the third one again Oh don't think too. twice don't think twice yeah
1: don't think twice
0: yeah okay that's right like that okay. yep um face my fears that's uh, yeah it's uh i thought it's called yeah i think it's called face my fears oh uh, okay yeah you know you know what don't don't think twice could be the japanese version and face my fears could be the english one
3: Mm, Cause yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: it is. Yeah, the full length version is called "Facing My Fears." Yeah, I actually, um, actually, uh, I actually love that. But she did a crossover with us, uh, uh, Skrillex, uh, on this. Oh one. yeah, that's right. And, yeah. And when I see, so when I see, and I'm like, <laughs> how are they gonna mix these two up? Like, come on, like, well, what is Skrillex they about to do a with way. this? But they found a way. Yeah. And it sounds good, but she has she's held it down with all three. Um, I love all three. All three intro songs you know equally the same i love the 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 symphony orchestra mashup of the kingdom hearts one simple and clean and then um uh, passions uh, sanctuary the for those two like it's just the music in this game again it gives you final fantasy vibes and i know it sounds like mm-hmm. we're doing like a whole you know kingdom hearts tip tip here but you, you guys have to understand the impact of putting sora in in this smash game having to be the last character because of the kind of weight that kingdom hearts could carry like just off the top of your head josh could you even think of another character that carries this much weight that could have closed out this series
1: Mm, no no not even like if they went with a capcom rep they could do this the same way this is the like the final closer character that they needed for this whole shebang Yep, they, this they whole circus
0: to. yeah yeah it, it, it couldn't have been just unfortunately it couldn't have been anybody it 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 couldn't have been anybody it, it it had to be Sora. the thing about it is a lot of us knew it was sora but we didn't know when he was coming because at the at, during the, his presentation he actually mentioned of the character ballad and believe it or not sakurai was listening to us with the character ballot and that character ballot went all the way what was that 2016 17 yeah i think so yeah like he look he listened sora was the top rep in each region um for for smash of the top people that wanted to see uh characters in the game so the fact that he ran that ballot like it was complete craziness complete craziness but Mm hmm yeah, but anyway, so uh, not to overshadow everything, um, the me costume pack includes Doom Slayer, which a lot of people thought <laughs> was one of the characters in the game, so it's a funny way to try to tweak everybody's... Uh, character list uh octolings is in it from splatoon as well as judd from um splatoon so we have two representatives from splatoon and then one from uh doom and amiibos are coming for steve and alex is a double pack as well as the rest of the final passes coming later which i will be buying Pyron and Mythra. whether it's a double pass or singles i'll be buying them i'll buy Kazuya for the hell of it and whenever they bring a sore one i'll buy that too and i'll buy sephiroth because i i yeah i have a lot of amiibos um but those i will buy hands down Mm -hmm. hands down um so before we jump over into the next um topic i just wanted to just kind of like micro with this small topic here and because we all have nintendo switches we can all uh kind of sound off of this and chris i'm gonna let you go first with this But do you think Nintendo Switch is going the right direction with all of these cloud titles? Because Kingdom Hearts Collection that's dropping on Switch is not a physical game you can put in your system or download. It is a cloud game obviously because the Switch is not as powerful enough to run these games without sacrificing quality or anything like that. So they have to run a online-only, Internet Connects-required version of the game. Do you think this is acceptable for Nintendo for even the first game?
2: I do, actually. I mean, I don't see Nintendo competing with hardware power of, of next-gen consoles. I just don't. I don't ever see Nintendo saying... We're going to invest in in trying to keep up with what xbox or sony's doing but they're nintendo like they've owned us for 40 years now and we love their first titles uh, their first party titles so i think if you can get quality games to play better on the switch and you can still absolutely do that in a portable manner i i think that could bring a lot more games and possibly I mean my god i feel like everybody on the planet's already playing nintendo but that's a way that they could potentially secure more users for sure
0: now mm. if you wanted to play this game let's say on a plane for instance you couldn't play it Would that bother you at all like would like the fact that you have to have an online because let's face it nintendo has marketed this as a switch yes but, I don't care what anybody say it's a handheld console first, then it's a home console. It wouldn't bother me the way Nintendo marketed that it. it wouldn't bother you at all no
2: because i I got a ton of other games that I could just pop in and play, so it wouldn't i mean it it's a flight like where the hell am I flying that long? like I got long legs I ain't flying anywhere that long, like I put something yeah. else or, in or, and or play it
0: somewhere else where maybe there's i mean i know this is you know i'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here because that's really sure. the only way you can be able to you know catch both sides of the story but uh, we live in an age now where wi-fi is everywhere you know so i mean give or take um like my house right now you know you have wi-fi from top to bottom corner to corner you have wi-fi um what if you end up going and visiting you know somewhere where you bring your game and there is no wi-fi and you want to be able to play the switch um the likelihood of that happening is what? Thirty percent? Is that too high? Uh,
2: I mean I've I've got family in places where you can't get Wi-Fi Neither, <laughs> there, there's, there's no point. There's no point. But I, I think as long as they have an ecosystem where you can still purchase games to play, and if they still produce first parties that play well on the native hardware and they have an additional title of things that you can only play cloud-based i think that's okay it's when they start if if you can't get really good first parties that you can play that way if it all shifts only to where you need internet access all the time to play it then that might be frustrating or that would be more because i don't want to play online games only all the time i just i don't i don't want to do that all the time
0: nope Mm. i agree how do you feel about that josh is is cloud the future for the nintendo switch
1: I think it's a good way to keep up uh, like we've seen a, a couple now uh, like we've seen like outer outer worlds uh, control we've seen re7 uh, they've all had like cloud versions I think hitman as well if I'm not mistaken and and um, from what I hear like as long as you're at home they they play pretty good like uh, like maybe not off the hop when everybody's like jumping on. Uh, but, like, at when things starts to simmer, they play pretty pretty decently if you have a good Wi-Fi connection. I, I think it's a good way to kind of, like, get some of those games that are coming out only on the other consoles. Because, like, you have a Switch and um, you want to, like, have, like, a variety of stuff. Uh, and you don't want to fall too behind. Uh, I, I hope they are making a Switch Pro, though, that can play these games natively. Um, some Someday... Maybe uh, a year or two down the road. Who knows when they're gonna come out with it? Uh, just to catch up, because uh, I feel like once the the PS5 and the Xbox only games start coming out, then there's a problem uh, mm-hmm. that they they they're they're gonna be playing a lot of catch up, and I think a lot of these cloud versions are gonna have to come out uh, to make up the
0: difference. Right. So so what about so I know Nintendo's bad at keeping um uh like things secret. Um, even though they really try. Like, look at the OLED model. Nintendo swore up and down that there was no uh, mo- new models coming. And, you know, look, the uh, OLED model drops two months later, which, by the way, I'm, uh, I can do a review on that next next week because I'm actually picking mine up on Friday. Um, nice. But uh, do you think, do you believe when Nintendo, when these third-party developers came up and, and I think we mentioned this on our last week's episode. I don't know if we did completely uh no we 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 touched on it but not i don't think we went into detail um Mm -hmm. so a lot of these third-party developers and it was actually so much so where nintendo had to go on their official japanese account and say and you know to shoot this down um (laughs) but i i really feel like wherever there's smoke there's fire and Mm -hmm. the fact that nintendo of japan had to do damage control with this um you know the I, i really feel that there's something cooking in the background that we don't know about right Mm -hmm. so do do you really think that there is a 4k nintendo switch model running in the wild
1: i i love the way uh his name is modern vintage gamer i love the way he put it on twitter he said simply in a tweet he said so are 10 developers lying at the same time about this uh and like that says it all like i think like there's definitely like weight to this and that devs actually have it and like somebody spoke at a turn and then everybody kind of spoke at a turn because one person cracked the seal uh, i think it's a thing and i think it's it's there
0: mm. okay what about you Kristen? have you heard did you hear about the article on uh, twitter uh crystal
2: no i am really 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 good at avoiding rumor mill stuff i just i try to I try to avoid it because I don't know how much of it is accurate and I don't mm. I don't want to get hyped for something and then get let down so I try mm. to temper my expectations by trying not to absorb things until you know the horse's mouth is hollering yeah. at me itself
0: and you know i mean what i mean um uh josh and i is the same thing right like we we try not to talk about a lot of rumors and things on here like we we have our opinions that we throw on things and we talk about it but when you have something like this where so many developers are saying, like you said the same thing and come on guys
2: there's probably if truth it, to it i mean yeah, if it I, walks I see like a what yeah.
0: Talks like a duck, you know, sounds like a duck. It's a duck. Uh, yes, that's the only <laughs> way to put it. And I know that um, if word of this gets out, it'll be the same problem that Apple was going to run into with the iPhone 14 because the iPhone 13 had very, very minor upgrades. All they need to talk about a cinematic camera. Right, So if you're talking about this and then John Prosser leaked right before that and they're talking about oh well the 14 is going to be a complete new redesign, um, the knots is going to disappear, this, this, and that, and he's actually dropped leaks of what the render is actually looking like, imagine how many people are going to skip the 13, like it's already, you know, been said that even though there's a lot of people, you know, going to get it it's been an underwhelming uh, amount of people that's uh that's actually pre-ordered and actually bought it so far the only reason why it's in high demand because of the chip shortage which is the same reason why um should so many game companies graphics cards um are not being produced fast enough the same reason why the playstation and the xbox series x shortages because of ships chip shortages due to covid um so many things are all borrowing from that same mineral to be able to create these chips so um it's you know making a full circle coming back around um i think that people would not be buying this old switch which if uh, a switch pro came out because again nintendo's trying to milk this the only difference between this new switch is supposedly better seat uh speakers but it's only like three or four decibels louder than the other one because i watched a lot of reviews on it today the screen looks beautiful if you're going from a 6.2 inch to a seven inch uh oled screen where it shows deeper blacks um of course you have the whole screen burning conversation because it's an oled same problem you have on an oled television you know but you know i mean it, it's the way they're saying, you still have to have ways to go before you get the OLED burn in. But if you wrap that all up in a package with an improved kickstand, what else is there? I mean, it's mm-hmm. the, so it yeah. is the same price, right? It is the same price. Um, you do get an enhanced dock and also people were doing the teardowns on the dock and they're saying that the docks are 4K ready um, compared to the old docks it has HDMI 2.0 in there and, and really? with the built-in ethernet adapter. So uh, I mean, that's telling. a yeah that's yeah. that's a good that's thing that's very yeah exactly yeah. yeah very it has telling. its own yeah. um has its own uh you know you know chipping everything on the board so the dock by itself is it's an upgrade and considering that it's a regular price nice. for you to get a trade-up offer to get it and they didn't make it any more expensive i think that was a good move on nintendo's part uh because i mean here in canada uh, I don't know if they're gonna run it again, but when they first announced it two months ago, if you traded in your original Switch, uh, you can pick up the new one for 150 bucks. You wow. know, plus tax. So, That's pretty good. I mean, yeah, it was it was a good deal. So I had an extra Switch. I ended up taking it and, you know, flipping it uh, towards that one. Uh, and I'm going to end up getting that one and then moving all my uh, content over so I can start using, um, you know, and playing on this Switch. But, uh, yes, if I didn't have the extra capital and if I didn't have the extra Switch to flip into to just go and buy a whole other Switch just for that screen, uh, a lot of people are saying it's worth it. But I don't think so.
2: I don't either. I don't think so. i'm not gonna get it but if they make a 4k one now i will throw some money for a 4k one because i like to dock it and the resolution docked is not good but you make that shit 4k take my money
0: yeah and that's (laughs) the thing there is no there is no graphical bump with the dock which means that um even though it's 4k ready which means you can pass through a 4k signal um, but there is no graphical boost that the dock will give you to make the switch output better resolution better you know better graphical presence it still requires a, a hardware to push out a, um, a mm. better signal there so yeah yeah but uh, but anyway so we've we've talked about you know a lot of that because i know so it's just kind of like taking the main stage but um you uh I- i'm gonna let you uh jump on this uh the, the part with uh we got some uh stuff happening in household of sony
1: yeah, so we are going to talk about some rumors, but it, it, it's it's stuff that's been corroborated by some pretty substantial people. Uh, and uh, it, it also like swirls around like the news from last week with Blue Point uh, games being acquired. Uh, and apparently they're not working on one title, but they're working on two titles. One is going to be either a remaster or a remake that that we're we're sort of expecting them to do that. But there's another game that they're working on that's supposed to be original content. Now that doesn't mean that it's um, it's a new IP, like a new idea. It could be a sequel to something that exists already. And um, what kind of stirred everything up was, uh, if you're familiar with Colin Moriarty of uh, Last End Media, when he says something, and he's, he's pretty connected to the industry, uh it usually comes true like he said that there was going to be a ratchet game on the ps5 and it came out so he's saying that blue point will be revisiting Yarnum, which means that it's either going to be bloodborne 2 or it's going to be a game that focuses again in the the bloodborne setting in Yarnum. uh oh. the, the, yeah
2: the, the, some of them sony dudes are like Punching air right now they're so happy yeah <laughs>
1: they're getting hyped yeah yes. let's go yeah so that's that's very interesting if they go back to that setting because it, it, it's a good setting to go back to and uh, a lot of people have been like kind of clamoring for another bloodborne and i think the original studio that made it just can't do it because they're already working on elden ring uh so this thing bloodborne
0: yeah. on ps5 a whole brand new bloodborne that runs at 60 fps oh my god yeah do you know what that feels like that will feel like water
1: mm-hmm yeah is like, water it... yeah tort- <laughs> blood water yeah <laughs> bloody water <laughs> yeah but, because you know
0: even bloodborne had an issue um and not to go too far off track but even on the ps5 bloodborne is still locked at at 30 like yep. you still can't get 60 mm-hmm. FPS Bloodborne, which is why they went through all the trouble of making the you know, uh, making Demon Souls the way they did, because even if you played the original PS four Demon Souls, um on um oh, wait, Demon Souls did it, was a it PS three or PS four? I think it was PS four. Uh, but... Original Demon Souls, I th-
2: yeah. think, is PS three. PS
0: three, yes. okay. Yeah. Well, e- even still if you would have played that on, you know, PS five, I don't think it would have had a natural boost to make it 60 they had to redo mm-hmm. everything
1: yeah um, they had to but, do it from the ground up yeah
0: yeah so so again mm-hmm. there was there was a lot of those games that um that couldn't take part of the the ps5 boost to play it so to play a bloodborne 60 fps a brand new bloodborne because yes it may look like a clone but bloodborne requires a lot more skill a there's no shield And Mm -hmm. you have to dodge and parry everything in this game. Like, yeah,
1: yep. Or you die. (laughs) Or you die. You die painfully. Painfully,
2: You die a lot. Yeah. Uh,
0: Yeah.
1: Uh,
2: So then, I mean, I know that people have been like clamoring for a sixty upgrade, and Gorilla dropped a sixty upgrade for Zero Dawn, Mm -hmm. kind of right around the time they they started launching the pre-sales for forbidden west so it might be a timing thing where you could see a 60 frame patch for for bloodborne if they do announce a, a predecessor in the works i mean that's oh, I, I that's hope realistic so.
1: yeah. yeah the the problem with why they haven't done it yet is because when they tried to um change the frame rate to 60 just like uh just while they're coding it it sped up the game twice as fast because the uh the frame rate and the game are tied together but there's also someone who modded the game and was able to do it so maybe they're going to lean on that person uh and, and like like horizon maybe they might be able to get like the 60 before the second one comes out
2: modders are modders are the most insane thing to me like i look at the gaming industry and look at so many people can brilliantly fix things that Hundreds of millions of dollars with thousands of developers, Miss. It's 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 absolutely insane to me. The talent mm-hmm. and the brilliance in the gaming industry. It's just it blows my mind. That's that's true.
0: Uh, a, a shout out to all uh, the Madman for jumping through and uh, and chilling with us today for real. That's...
2: Is that my boy Matt, the Mad the Madman?
0: <laughs> that that is Madman.
1: Yeah, in the building. What's good, Madman?
2: Oh, that's my dude he wild Kentucky wild that Kentucky wild he he knows how to eat too
0: oh listen That's always good to have always good to have Mm -hmm. hey that's what's up um but yeah so you um boy we got Sly Cooper is almost on the horizon as well
1: yeah this is my selfish one that I snuck in here (laughs) like the the rumor started uh and like at first it was like a, a post on 4chan okay we can we can move on but it, it's been persisting for a, like a month now like usually these tend to go away quick uh and also on the last playstation showcase um they showed the the sly cooper logo as an easter egg in, in the intro video with all the the actors in it and everything so uh, some of the rumors sort of coming out now are that they might have Sumo Digital on the on this game, uh, and uh, they made Sackboy a big adventure, and they made Little Big Planet 3 for Sony before, so they have like a working relationship um, with Sony, uh, and it seems like that could be the case. Uh, it seems like Sony's trying to get their old um, IP uh, and and bring them back in a way with a studio that makes sense. We we kind of already reported that there could be a Twisted Metal game. That's coming uh by the it. yeah they it's redeemous. going to be free to play and it's going to be uh by lucid games who made uh destruction all-stars uh yeah, and it cool. seems kind of likely it, it makes sense
0: they need to redeem us because destruction all-stars that was oh, oh yeah that was... I, I
1: still can't get the plot for that game like it, it's a it's a 0.1 percent and in order to get the last trophy you need to be like The stars need to align. Like, there has to be, like, a red moon out. Like, it's that luck based to get it. Uh, It just drives me nuts, that game.
2: I didn't play it, but I don't know that if if I'm driving a car around, smashing the shit out of somebody else, I don't know how much plot I need. uh, I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it, okay, because we're all adults here. Some video games can be like porn. I don't need a lot of plot, I just need action. And that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of. I've never heard
0: that before.
2: <laughs> I just made it up. I just now came up with it. No,
0: we need to coin, you, Chris, We need to coin that. Honestly, yeah.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. It's got to have. What's your catchphrase? It's going to have to do after that. What it is.
0: That's what it is. That's what it
2: that's is. What it is. That's, what it is. <laughs> that's
0: what it is. Like I. <laughs> That's what it is. Wow. Yeah. That that is what it is. Actually.
2: (laughs) I mean, it is. Some games, it's like I don't. I don't even need you to have a story. Just let's have fun. Let's go in and Mm -hmm. smash it. That's 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 a porn, y'all. I mean, that's fine.
1: (laughs) This has got a lot of smacking for sure.
2: (laughs) 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 Oh boy, we went there. We knew it was Mm going to happen.
0: This was up uh and this is another um sony part of the information so uh according to Kratos voice actor christopher judge god of war ragnarok was delayed because of him uh joshua do you want to go on those details
1: yeah I, this is like almost like a feel-good story sort of if if, if you're like not waiting for ragnarok like you're, you're waiting at the door waiting for ragnarok to come home but uh like he shared in a series of tweets that uh back in august of 2019 he was in pretty rough shape and that's sort of in between production of the game i assume they're going to be doing like the voice acting and the mocapping uh for the game but he he absolutely couldn't do it at the time he couldn't walk and he had to have like back surgery hip replacements knee surgeries and that prevented him from doing pretty much all the things that would be involved uh with him being Kratos in the game. And um, Sony Santa Monica, they essentially waited for him. Uh, there was never any any pushback from the team or from Sony saying that's not part of the deal, you need to do this, the, like, nothing. They just waited for him, uh, and they supported him. And and that's, that's incredible. Like, I don't think every studio would do that, um, especially, like, when you want to get a game out and... You want like you want to get the money. You have marketing stuff that's already in production year before everything, and it's just like a, a nice feel-good story to hear that they supported him like that way. He, he is the star of the game after all. Like without just you can't right have say. yeah you can't have Kratos without him. And boy, like oh. you can't yeah it just hits you there. Like nobody else could fill that role. So it's just nice to know like things like that. Uh
0: hopping. Jason Momoa, but I appreciate them sticking with Christopher Jones though. <laughs> I think I think I think Jason Moore could play a good Kratos, and that's not even yeah I,
1: I can't remember if it was Jason Momoa or someone else, but that's who they modeled the physique for Kratos.
0: Um uh, that looks like Jason
2: yeah. Momoa titties.
0: I'm th- yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <That's>...
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but seriously, even with Jason Momoa's voice, he could easily, if they had to pass the torch to Kratos, I don't think anybody would be mad. I think anything Jason Momoa, you know, probably pay homage to Christopher Judge seeing how he's voiced Kratos with all the previous games. Uh, I do appreciate them sticking with him. You know, Sony Entertainment they sticking with um uh, with Christopher Judge and all that. But if they had to replace jason momo will be the first person on my on my docket to to replace him
2: i have one that just because i love him and i think he's incredible and i think everything about him is perfection i would probably pick idris elba because idris elba could play everything and i would just his voice his looks his acting everything about that man is smoldering i would he, would, he, he would be
1: awesome too.
0: Actually, you uh, right. Yeah. Watch out! Watch out! Okay.
1: I always wanted him to be Bond. Like they oh. they they say like they're gonna look for a, a new Bond. He's right in front of you guys. It's Idris Elba. He's perfect for Bond.
2: I would love to see him as Bond. Well, I got other opinions, but that that we may not want to go down that rabbit hole. But Bond. Idris Elba would be a good Bond. Just I'm just gonna leave it at that.
0: I don't I know. Because get... I know Woogie we'll carried away and yeah, you know, we'll just... probably forget the rest of everything and be like, oh, what was he talking about again?
2: Oh, I yeah. love Idris. <laughs> he, he would That's what's up. Uh, he's just perfect. I love the guy.
0: Idris, if you're listening to the Jack In podcast, Crystal is gushing over you currently right I, now. I am. She and has I mean, your vote.
2: Yeah, and I'm very, very gay, so this is a big deal.
0: <laughs> Listen, <laughs> she said if there was any man that was going to take her out of it's... the umbrella,
2: if somebody's got to do it if somebody's got to do it if somebody's got to do it idris
0: oh my gosh
2: it's what it is (laughs) somebody (laughs) take me out
0: (laughs) that's a good way to look at it ain't nothing wrong with that oh my gosh yo that was a good one that was a good one crystal (laughs) Um... (laughs) Oh. Uh, so with, with this last uh, this last portion here, you know, I started mentioning about it earlier because I said I wasn't going to talk about it too much. But Hungry Box, Hungry Box, which is a uh, famous player known for his skills in Smash Brothers um, Melee mm-hmm. uh, with his Jigglypuff. Um, he interviews the two Dells f- from Ludo City, the studio behind Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl, Thaddeus Cruz and Marcus Villalobos. Yep, and you know, he's talking about uh, the different parts of this game. So, so far, this is the reason why I haven't noticed in the Rollback Net Code because it's only set up for 1v1 on all the consoles. Um, rollback Net Code for free is for free on all the modes only on Steam. So, if I play on Steam, I get Rollback Net Code for all the modes, okay? Xbox Series X and PS5. Uh, oh, so wait a minute, let me go back. Rollback Net Code is free for all modes only on Steam. And Xbox series Xbox series, series. And, yeah and uh, PS 5 with the coming f- uh, later for last gen console. Okay, so that's when yeah. I'm playing on a PS5. so for some reason I didn't notice it. Um, but mm-hmm. maybe it
1: I know so it, w- it had some issues off the hop uh, right. that uh, like uh, shout out to uh, Mo uh, on dr mo on Twitter. He was saying like they tried to play and there was some issues as well. So yeah. I think it's just like a launch thing.
0: Yeah but I'll, I'll say that. Uh, the team is definitely interested in cross-play and voice acting if it is possible to do for, so that sounds wonderful. New content will extend past just stages and fighters, which means, sounds like they'll bring modes uh, in their story mode, whatever else sounds like. They got a lot up their sleeves. It's just the beginning. Yep. Um, for the question of third-party characters outside the Nickelodeon universe, their lips are sealed on that, so they could be working on it. or I mean, not, There, there was be a couple
1: moments it. during like the stream where uh, they did like the lip oh, so sealed like kind of like sign, like, like saying like we characters. can't like say anything about it so it yeah. sounds like
0: they're in the works okay all right mm-hmm. uh and two free dlcs will be sooner rather than later so i guess expect some dlc mm-hmm. with that next couple so. yeah
1: in, in regards to the um to the the one that's going to be releasing i assume very shortly uh the stage and the character are almost finished uh and to the point where now people started data mining the game, and they they found a very good indication of who it could be. Uh, and uh, during the interview, um, uh, I think it was Thaddeus was saying that the the stage is one of the neutral stages that they wanted to include in the game, but they did, ran out of time. Uh, as well as the character. Uh, I know who the character is, I don't know if I should say. I don't want to spoil it for hey, it, you. You
0: can always cash your vote. I did the same thing with Sora and then look, look there, so... You okay. know, it could be two for two with the Jack Damn Podcast.
1: Okay, they're they're kind of starting off in an interesting place. It, they found Garfield in the the code, and the stage is related to Garfield as well. So that's interesting. They also found the second character, uh, and it's Shredder from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
0: Okay. Yeah. I see that.
1: Yeah, these okay. are, like, very interesting picks.
0: What's up? Well, that sounds interesting. I'm sure well, we'll have more talk in the conversation about it next week. I'll see if I can get somebody on here that actually plays uh, the game so we can actually talk about it a little bit more uh, and and depth there. But we are at the part of the show where... The other voice that you have been hearing, and shoot, if I could go in my voice transformation and sound like Idris Elba, I'll probably have her faint. But <laughs> the other sure. voice that you're hearing on this is Crystal from uh, the Game Junkie podcast or uh, the nice. Game Junkie show crystal i want you to tell us exactly what got you into podcasting you know your favorite games all of that good stuff but you know you can you have to do it in any respective order i just want you to take this time to talk about you so the jack dan podcast audience can get to know about you but with that the floor is yours
2: well um i love video games i got an atari controller in my hand in 1985 when i was four playing joust and have been hooked on video games ever since i've been playing about 35 years almost and um kind of not really a lonely gamer i just i wanted to be around people that loved it as much as i did because you know we all have local friends that play but not like the way we play so then i discovered this thing called twitter And I went on there and I was like, whoa, gamers can be kind of shitty. Like, what is all this like whiny mean? Like what, (laughs) what is all this stuff? So I kind of was filtering through so much of, there's not a lot of the people. They're just really, really loud, right? You know, the, the, the really loud people make all the noise. And I kind of filtered through Mm. that and realized that there's so many incredible brilliant people with so much to say that don't feel like they have the platform to say it because they feel really shy or they feel concerned that these really loud obnoxious people are going to come after them or maybe they don't have the confidence or maybe they don't know the people so developing relationships on Twitter kind of got me thinking I want to do a show I want to make a show that is it's just it's all about gaming I wanted it to be by gamers for gamers and i didn't want it to have all that like negative fighting and and judgment and console war bullshit. so i just put together a community show where it's just me and people that want to come on so it's who knows who's going to be on and what we're going to talk about whatever pops up on twitter we just decide to talk about it in a show and it's just really the whole goal for me was how, how can we make that positivity flow and just start bringing people together to this really big happy family that just loves gaming and just loves each other? Because that's that's what I wanted, and I feel like that's what's happening.
1: Awesome.
0: Yeah, that's what's good. What what brought the birth of the podcast? Where did where did that come from?
2: I mean, really, that that whole idea spawned it. Um, but I actually went to if anybody knows who Gernico is. I went to him and I was like, Bro, I want to do this thing, but like, you think I can do this thing? And he's like, Yeah, you should try it. And then I was like, What the fuck do I call it? He's like, I don't know. And we just, I kind of came up and was like, What about the game junkie? And he's like, Yeah. So we just came up with the game. Junkie Show. I spent a few minutes like Googling, make trying to find something that nobody else used, and I just really liked that name because we're all kind of we're game junkies, man. We love this shit. We eat, sleep, breathe, and dream games.
1: Mm-hmm. I know who uh, Gurnico is. I follow him on uh, Twitter. Yeah, he just
2: yeah. kind of he and I kind of said, well, man and he's like, just do it. So he's kind of responsible for putting the fire up under my ass. And he said, just do it. And if it doesn't turn out good and you don't like it you can drop it, but I, I, love it. It it's sharing your passion with other people is just, it's incredible. Wow. And here we are on the jacked yeah, up I, podcast.
0: I, I can't, I can't, I can't even, so, so here's the thing. I love talking to streamers. I love talking to voice Actress different things like that but What I said I wanted to do this uh, This year and Josh we talked about this A lot I I wanted us to Collaborate with other uh, other Podcasts and Mm -hmm. you know be Able to talk how how they do Their thing because at the end of the day you know, our goal is not to try to be, you know, the best podcaster is around. We want to give you an additional reason to listen to us while listening to, you know, all the other different podcasts out there. And at the same time, everybody does their own different flow. They, you know, like for instance, we, last week we were featured on Nintendo Rama podcast. We also had uh, the Nintendo Rama Um, on our podcast and you know different things like that so you know being able to now we have the game junkie show on here um, as as well I mean being able to talk to the different podcasts being able to hear the information uh, that they bring forth and you know it's just you know like I like seeing people do their thing so being able to Mm -hmm. collaborate with different podcasts is always it's always fun Uh, since I'm into you know Josh and I were in the podcast so much it's it's very exciting. Mm Mm-hmm. Amazing. yeah
1: and just uh to kind of add on to that like when when people go back and uh listen to our like our back catalog the news is obviously going to be kind of outdated but like the thing that anchors those episodes and they're worth they're worth going back to is all the people we've had on uh that's going to be like the timeless part of the the experience uh and we're really happy with all the guests we get on and uh, including yourself including tons of the the people who want to be on and just like it's, it's always a great time talking to people.
2: I think it, it, for me, it's, it's like a hype. Like when you, when you really love the same thing as someone else, it connects you, and there's a chemistry there, and you grow close with those people. So they become your real life friends. They become people that you really care for and that you trust, and it, it gets hype. Like these late night episodes, I'm staying up. There's no way. I'm gonna go right to bed after we record this shit. I'm gonna be hype and I'm gonna have to go play some games. Like, mm-hmm. so that's, it's, you know, that's, that's what it is.
0: That's what's up. Do you, do you stream uh, at all? Or are you just doing um, podcasting?
2: No, I don't. I've tried streaming a couple times here and there. I might do it again, but it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, if people wanted me to do it, I would do it. I just don't imagine that I would be very fun to watch play games I don't maybe scary games because I'm a big ass baby like I can't I can't handle shit I so maybe I don't know I I'd maybe do it if people wanted me to do it I'm open-minded to it but right now I just mainly do the YouTube show and the podcast and sometimes I'll upload a bunch of gameplay clips or cutscenes or shit if somebody says ask me to do a game I'll do it Ooh, that's what's up.
0: So, you know, with the with the Jackdown Podcast, Josh, we like to talk about, um, you know, uh, the, the names of different podcasts or different uh, streamers. So where did the Game Junkie show come from?
2: I just made it up. I was trying to figure out a cool name and I kept thinking of really cool names and I'd Google it and I'm like, son of a bitch, somebody has it. This is a cool name. <laughs> son of a bitch, somebody has it. And I was like, well, shit, I don't know what to come up with. I was like, oh i'm a game junkie so how about the game junkie show and gurney was like yeah that's dope i think that's a great name i just wrote down a list of shit at 3 a.m when i couldn't sleep which is usual and then like somebody had each one of the damn names because i was like oh i'm so clever uh not really because everybody's got them and i just ended up coming up with that one i don't know where it came from who knows
0: that's myself <laughs> i mean listen as much as you know, we have all these different names, we were in the same boat. Click, click, what's, what's this? What's this? What's this? Dang, they got it. They took it. Whatever else. And mm-hmm. so, trust me, I know exactly how that whole sentiment is. 100%. What's
2: uh? What does jacked uh-huh. up come what, from? It, I mean, I, I feel like jacked up with the experience, but I want to know, like, what for y'all, what does it mean?
0: Yeah, well, no problem. Well, I, I'll put it like this. So, um, we're called a jacked in podcast. And when I mean it's like jacked in uh, the whole idea when we came together, it stood for one thing, um, but ended up changing over time, but the core of it, you know, kind of stayed the same, so, when I mean, when I was thinking of, like, jacked in, I was thinking, like, you know, jacking in, like, your headphones, and, you know, to a speaker, you know, kind of just, like, staying hooked up, staying jacked in, uh, things like that, but then when we got to season two, uh, and we started thinking you know, of, you know, jacked in, I, I, played a whole lot of Mega Man Battle Network, which is, that's where the theme of the layout comes from, and, you 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 know, so Land, which is the, he was the handler for Mega Man uh, in the game. He would say, you know, Mega Man, jack in, execute, uh, you know, and he would jack in Mega Man into a local network as long as there were internet access, so Mega Man would go on the internet and fight viruses and different things like that, so, um, you know, that's where I kind of like got the whole cross in with having, you know, uh, you know, stay jacked in, but at the end of the day, you know, we kind of, our whole uh, tagline is uh, stay jacked in, we want to stay jacked in to the podcast, stay hooked up, you know, stay listening to as many episodes as you can, but... Yeah, that's where Jacked In comes from.
2: I guess, I think it could be, too. Like, when you're in the mood, in the zone, in a video game, that's Jacked In, baby. Yeah, you know, you, what know, I mean? that's that's you know what I mean? That's it. You
1: know what I mean? hmm To this no. day, I still don't know how it wasn't taken. Like, you know we what I'm saying? It. it
2: is a good one. It <laughs> is a good one.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, there, there, is, there is a show called Jacked In. Uh, no, Jacked, jacked up. up. I'm sorry. Jacked Up um but there was no jack Dan podcast or just jack dm so you got lucky that's all right that's That's all right we had the rights to it so we good all right well crystal i definitely appreciate you joining us you know conversing us talking about games more games and more games and also getting to know you at the same time where can we find you online what's your uh social handles
2: uh on twitter and instagram i'm c smith shine and then i'm uh youtube.com forward slash crystal d smith because i'm not creative enough to come up with like a special moniker or some shit i'm like basic ass bitch that's my name it's very (laughs) it's that's that's all i got
0: (laughs) what's up Hmm? That's cool. cool. Thanks for
2: having me, guys. We'll have to, um, we'll have to get you guys on the Game Junkie show. But we'll have to think up of something, something fun and special that we can do for the folks. We'll have to. Nice. We'll have to think up of a little something.
0: Down with that. Okay. I'd be down. We'll Mm -hmm. have to think up
2: of a way. We might have to bring us some snacks and some food and talk about it while we talk about. hey I'm down with that. Show Mm -hmm. the folks some food, so we might have to eat. Up in the because uh, we might have to smack in your ear when you're listening, but it's food, so y'all gonna oh have
3: to live with goodness. it
2: if that's what we do. We'll, we'll okay. think of something, we'll think of something for sure.
0: Nice, all right. Well, let's run down these nuggets real quick before we uh before we uh, let y'all go this evening. Uh, so the PS3 store will no longer accept credit, debit, or PayPal as a payment method, Ooh. and uh, users will have uh, what PSN cards will be able to purchase items on the PSN store, PS3. Yep that's craziness okay Strangers of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins is getting another demo on the PSN I actually just downloaded that uh, it's available to play the game will launch March 18 2022 uh, Scarlet Nexus is now available to play on Game Pass that was September 30th that actually surprised me and I'm actually playing uh, Scarlet Nexus right now uh, I'm playing it's, pre- it it's on pretty the, soon uh, yeah. yeah I'm playing it on the, um, the Fold 3 it's actually really fun Scarlet Nexus I didn't think it would come on Game Pass as quickly
3: yeah.
0: yeah. That's that's insane. That's awesome. Uh, yep. Yeah, the game awards with Jeff Keeley is set for December 9th. and will be a live in person event. He's back. COVID mm-hmm. has been shaken off, yep. so they More have hype. another in-person event that's what's up monster hunter rise will be coming to pc january 12 2022 and tales of arise is crossing over with sword art online allowing you to score off against kirito and asuna in a boss fight that has got to be the craziest thing i need to pick this game up because i have not done it yet and i need to do it
1: i i think if if scarlet nexus came that quickly to game pass do you think tales of arise will come maybe in a month you know what
0: i'm down for that yeah yeah, I'm down. That, with that
1: that'd be that'd be interesting if like uh, Namco Bandai gets the the deal like that, where they get Tales of Arise as well on there. Yeah, that's, I mean they they I'm could.
2: Actually... I I heard mm-hmm. it's. I mean, I don't know how true it is, but I I read in interviews where Phil Spencer said that they don't have one concrete model of how they make these contractual agreements with developers, so they give them mm. the flexibility to decide how they want to make money and what they want to do so i mean that maybe maybe we'll start seeing more stuff The game. i think it's great for game pass users
1: yeah
0: yeah that would be awesome yeah, if they pass. get it
1: like that quickly then like that that changes a lot
0: yeah yeah i'm down for that Okay, all right. Well, those are all the nuggets for today. Again, this is episode number 91 of the Jack Dan Podcast. We appreciate you guys coming through with the support, Crystal. We appreciate you being here and uh exchanging all the wonderful thank you, thank conversation. You. And yeah, I think that's uh, all. Yeah, that's it for that. Looks like we're about to get out of here. Uh, Crystal, we have a uh Jack Dan Podcast style. Then i waiting for you out back to take you to a destination of your choice. And Josh and I is going to head out through the front. So with that, we are out of here. Good night, everybody. Peace. Good night.